I don't know if you heard enough of my season of this podcast, but I am I am an advocate for getting out of your comfort zone, but also at the point of like we shouldn't be the only ones making ourselves uncomfortable. Other people should be being accommodating on certain things. But that's like another story. But we should be pushing ourselves. We should always be growing and seeing how we want to stretch ourselves in whatever direction. But the thing is, getting out of your comfort zone shouldn't always be just miserable. There are fun ways to do it. And I feel like that's part of the reason why I've done so well. And I feel like some people mistake me as an extrovert is because I'm able to do these things. And it seems easier. But I kind of just, I trick myself. And partially because I, I, it's an afterthought of when it happens, but also they're they are not told until after it happens. So I don't have, like, the peanut gallery with it all. But the thing is, it just... I find these three small things about making myself get out there and trying new things and just learning. The first one, of course, is starting small. And this can just be things of, like, little things that just... you can, It only takes you a minute to do. Like I, when I started doing learning a new language, that was a whole other thing. I already have, I have like, I feel like I have trauma responses sometimes from just the awful years of having learned French in, uh, in school. Cause I had to do it in junior high, high school, and college. Still suck at the language. And part of me says kind of just the whole structure of it all just didn't work for me. But, Luckily now, there's so many different options out there. I do do an online like course thing so I can learn somewhat structurally and make sure I kind of get things figured out. Like I work through vocab. I work through how what grammar is. I work through the conjugations of everything. But also, there are a lot of apps out there to make it fun. There's games. And I have two that I use fairly regularly and one that's kind of on and off because it just... I just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> but some of these games, I only, you're only, I'm only on there for three minutes. Other ones where it's kind of each lesson of like when I'm learning the um, Hangul for I'm learning Korean. Of They just kind of have ways for you to write it so you can kind of figure out. And I, I like being able to just sound things out. And the same on top of that too, it's just one of the small things I do is I find different things online for like worksheets or uh, articles that kind of give you different ideas to do things. So I, I'm part of my learning is finding other easy and fun ways to do the learning. The same thing when it comes to when I first learned to crochet, I watched my aunt do it probably for a couple of days. Cause I was just so interested and it was nice to sit and talk with her, but then she showed it to me, but I didn't, like feel gung-ho to like jump in there I'm like I'm gonna make a giant blanket right now no I got good at the hand movements of doing just a regular chain in the very beginning and then I worked on a couple of layers and then I was kind of more working on I did a smaller one so I can figure out how to keep the edges more aligned but I just kind of I would work on it for like 10 minutes every once in a while because it was just something for my hands to do. But I was less invested in making something out of it. And more just kind of enjoying it. That's kind of the small thing was for me. It was just I found some nice colors 
Um, I enjoyed finding my, not a needle hook. There we go. <laughs> the hook, and I'm like, no, I really want a gold hook. So I went to, went to Michael's and found the color I, I wanted. And that, that was kind of a small thing. It was a small step that made me excited to do it. And number two for me is working on one area at a time. But this is more for if you wanted to do something bigger. Like for me, it was like with the language, I I didn't go into like, well, I'm going to go into these like hour long lessons and I'm going to learn so much. Or I'm going to all of a sudden now learn how to read this whole story. It wasn't that. It was learning one verb and then over like a couple of weeks working on how to conjugate that. Like I, I, and I only did it in like present tense. I'm going to like I'm uh, possible future. And I can't remember the other one is. But yeah, I have like these three that I, I do. And then every week I work on the same vocab. And sometimes it's just I, I talk about weather. I talk about food. Um, right now I'm working on more like stuff I'm going to need to know for traveling. Because I'm actually going to Korea in, oh my God, what month is that? May. So, so in a couple weeks, by the time this comes out, that I want to, so I can actually be useful while I'm traveling and everything else. Another one is when you're, when you're trying to figure out you're getting healthy. Like you don't start off with overhauling your whole fridge and you know, all these recipes and workout regimens and all, like, all these different things. No, you work on one thing, whether it is you're going to take uh, a walk after your lunch. May only be 10 minutes. You do that like two, three times a week. Or you just kind of, you want to make sure you have like a vegetable for your snack instead of jumping into chips or cookies. That's the one thing. You work on one area. And for me, when I was doing like getting healthier, food was kind of my biggest thing. My first thing to do was just figuring out what like my portion control was. And the thing is, the first couple of days was just, what was it? And then I figured out, okay, this area I can go a little less. Or I can feel less deprived by replacing, like I would have this much of like say pasta, because I, mean, I don't think pasta is bad in any ways. But I made sure I added more vegetables. Or I added an extra vegetable into the dish. Other things, and then after like several months, like for me that was what I did for several months and got good at it. Because the thing is when it comes to getting out of comfort zones and trying something new and wanting to keep at it, is actually getting the habit of it. And if you gung-ho at all and go too hard, then you're not going to get the habit because you run out of steam so quickly because the enthusiasm is gone. Number three is kind of tweaking or adding something to something you already do. Like we're like you get ready in the morning, like you brush your teeth, and then you floss. I always make sure when I, when I get up in the morning, after I get done with a certain amount of work, I eat breakfast, then I walk the dogs. Or if I'm, like, if I'm working on my podcast, I batch four or five episodes at a time, and then I schedule it into my blog post. I may not write it all, but I'll put it on there, like, the title, and maybe, like, a the introduction or something else, and then schedule it. So I know it's there, and then when I open things up again, it shows up. Like, that's that's one thing after another. And if you're trying to do something new, like for me, I always do my language lessons after dinner. 
because partially for me, I want to have time to digest, but I don't want to be like jumping into something like harder. Partially, it also stops me from like going back to work because that's the one problem I have with working from home is that my first thing is like, oh, I could be writing. I could be working my freelance stuff. I could be working on my stock photography. Like my whole brain, kind of, I can always do more that might make me money. But this is a habit I want to do. I want to be able to speak Korean, at least conversationally, within the year of me starting to do it, which was in October. I'm not great right now, so but I'm not going to beat myself up on it. And I'm going to force myself to start talking because I'm going to be going to the country. I gotta have to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that rude tourist that expects everyone to just accommodate me being the English speaker. No, I'm gonna try to do the best my best to speak their language because I'm in their country. And so that's gonna be a comfort zone. I'm gonna have to push myself. So I'm going to practice, and I'm gonna learn the vocab. I mean, there's so much free stuff out there, like YouTube channels and everything else, um, TikToks. Like I found found several people that I follow that give me some really good vocab or. Um, just kind of help with pronunciations. And at some point, getting out of my comfort zone, I'm going to find like a pen pal or something where I can start talking with somebody on a regular basis. So I can actually get get going with trying new things. And the thing is, it, it may be one of the ones where it's a little more structured, where they want to practice their English with me and I, ha- I can practice Korean with them. Or it could just be something a little more simple of someone who already knows English and just wants to be a little more help. And we we might just talk about things that like we might find something we love that we can just share on that all by itself. Who knows? That one is uh harder for me to do. I was trying to get into like an actual class class. Um but it's just partially I couldn't do it because the classes this this month went over when I was in Las Vegas for four days. And then, of course, the next one starts when I'm in Korea. And I don't really want to take a class and have to be in some place in a different time zone. Especially the other side of the world kind of thing. So it might have to be a little bit later. But that's the thing. I'm, re- I'm going to tweak it to add to what I already have. Like I'm, I'm very building the the habit of just learning it at certain points. Another thing... um, I know it's a really good thing because a lot of people have noticed really good Korean movies and shows on Netflix. Um, if you watch it on your computer, there's a Chrome um, extension or something like that where it'll let you have it in English so you know what it is, but also have it in um, in the actual language so you can read it in the rom- romanticized version of it, like not in actually Hangul, which I can read decently, but not fast enough to watch a show and that can help you with certain things of course you got if you got you got to know a little bit of the, the, the sentence structure to be able to jump on there but i'm already i already watch netflix all the damn time as it is so that's a thing to tweak something i already do i just every once in a while especially when i'm watching like an episode i've already of a show i already love I, it's a rewatch that works so much better because i don't have to i don't have to be so like back and forth of like i don't know what the hell's going on but i'm still trying to read it in English, and then read it in its own language kind of thing. Rewatching it, Yuri kind of know what's going on, and you already know generally what the dog looks talking about, so that will build on itself. And the thing is, like, you don't have to push yourself so hard when it comes to 
getting out of your comfort zone. That's that thing. Like we don't have to be miserable. You don't have to completely change yourself. This is for yourself. That's the whole point of it all. It's just getting yourself better. Just kind of upgrading places that you want or you think that you would would benefit you. I know with some people, like they want to be able to do better in their work, so they want to be able to talk better in crowds or talk better to people they're intimidated with. So there's there's little things you can do. Small steps, whether it's just finding somebody at work that'll be able to talk to or just kind of find, finding even a mentor. There's there's all these little things that we can do so we don't have to feel so overwhelmed and you don't have to like completely change who you are. 